podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diaper. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Welcome to episode 101. Goodness gracious, it's been a while. Every year I say, do you know what, I'll I'll come up with some podcasts while I'm in Edinburgh. And do you know what, the year before 2018, oh god, are we in 2019, yeah. So the year before, I'd say to, I'd like message friends that were up there, because I only went up there for a day. I remember I was doing my, I will never go again, <laughs> fucking hell. It's everything, what's wrong with the world? Um, fucking, calm your cockles, are it? But I'd message friends and I'd be like, bloody hell, the bloody the cheek of them don't have the bloody, they won't, why can they not reply to me? They're not a fucking war. But for some reason, when you're up there, I can't even explain it. Like, your head's just up your ass and you just, and you just, I don't know what it is, you just got your head down focusing and um and yeah, but it's weird because you get back to get back to other other people about like the gigs and stuff and I was I was trying to like make sure I was still getting sorting out work for outside of the fringe, but but yeah, for some reason I could just never get myself to do a podcast. So for that I apologise. Hopefully this will be a bit longer, but I mean it is very all mine's waffle, so I can never promise you how much waffle will occur because it's off the cuff, isn't it? So, and sometimes I, I, I mean, I could go, that will be it. This will be a very long episode, but I don't know because it's whenever I run out, isn't it? So, we shall see. Hope you're all well anyway. I hope no one has felt let down by me. Well, I imagine you're not that important to anyone, really, Harry. I'm sure. I'm sure no one's pining for you. Would it be good or bad if they were? Because you'd hope that that I I wouldn't have that much of an impact. But then it's nice if I did. Do you know what I mean? Is that God? Is that something Stalin would say? Well, I really don't even know. Start. Well, no, I don't. At the end, I think he was bad. Um, that's I'm opening a water bottle. Um, as in to drink, not as in a hot water bottle. Do I have? Oh, I can't wait to listen to that back. Actually, so I've got I've got gulp issues. I get very. Uh, and my friend said maybe it, it you take a lot of gulp. But no, it, it's even with a small amount of liquid in my mouth, I'm still got a gargantuous gulp. Do you know what? I'm absolutely gutted to be back from Edinburgh towards the end. I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm ready for it all to be over now. Because I think it, well, it is very long, isn't it? Have you ever known of anything like, why is it so long? It's it's very long, isn't it? But now that I'm back and I'm not doing my, um, well, I think we as humans always sort of want what we can't have, which was, well, we'll never be happy. It's um, quite upsetting, really. Although, no, you d- I because I think we should all in it try to be sort of more in the moment and enjoying things but then I was sort of towards the end as well I thought god I could lose my voice at any minute and then I sort of had this like fluey thing well no I think I had a cold yeah but it was weird because it, I did yeah oh did you hear that that's my stomach it sounded like a lot of little pebbles moving around in my tummy someone said the other day does everyone call Tummy buttons or belly buttons, tummy buttons. I I do. I can't remember I've heard that. Anyway, so what I am missing is, and I was talking to a friend about this, and she was bob on. Yeah, I'm missing the creativity of Edinburgh to go back because I think if anyone, obviously, I had ups and downs because no one is gonna even if you fucking I don't know. Tony Big Cheese in Edinburgh and and I've been every day sat like who is it Phil Wang he he sold every show out before anyone had even 
gone up there. I mean, could you imagine that? Well, one day, Harry, you just keep going, keep being strong. It's something to work work towards. What does he work towards now that he's done that? Well, I'm sure there his goalposts have now been. Well, wouldn't that be? Although, well, then you'd be disappointed, wouldn't you, if then next year that didn't happen? So maybe if a scandal's afoot, that could happen. Well, I'm sure not that I'm saying a massive scandal's going to come out about it. And then no one's going to come to a show. But then as the way the world works, isn't it? These days, like, like what's that weirdo that got his bloody pug to do a Nazi salute? Um, Mr. Dench? No, Mr. The Dancedinator? What's that idiot called? And uh, he's got big following, isn't he? He's like, he, he makes a lot on Patreon because he's like, I can't have a real job because I'm an offensive bastard. So you've all got to pay for me to live. Well, obviously didn't say it like that, but anyway, also my point. So I just loved it. Yeah, because my show was called The Dinosaur Show, I had, on the whole, people that were open-minded to something silly and different that's going to happen. And I found, so I'd, I've done a few gigs now that I've been back, and yeah, finding them really difficult, to be honest. One the other night, I think it was just hard to follow because everyone had done so I was on last and everyone had done so well so so well Peter Brosh was on before me and my god he did oh, he smashed it it's brilliant and and it and do you know what it's I I'd heard is all the bits before but oh, it was just oh, I'm still absolutely killing myself laughing then when I went on stage I couldn't tell whether it was me or whether they um, because you don't want to go, I just felt like, yeah, because you can't really blame it on, well, I just felt like they didn't really particularly like women, but sometimes that is the case, but then I don't want to do them a disservice if it was just genuinely because I wasn't as good as anyone else, but, but by no means, I had, like, I had a, I, I mean, I had a good, not by no means I had a good gig, but I had a good gig, but I just, in it when everyone else has been smashing it you just want to bring it up an extra extra level and i think i think it might be you Harry. i think it's the um i'm not enjoying my my like i want to i want to do shows now and i want to be really like um creative and do it but then in it, i'm i'm very lucky to be doing what i'm doing and you know, and getting to do comedy, and well, it's you're in charge of your own destiny, Harriet. So if you wanna, yeah, but you can say we'll just come up with more creative club stuff. But sadly, pubs in the middle of nowhere to drunken men aren't really the place you can do that. To be honest, so well, I've said before, haven't I? I eventually wanna phase out the club gigs and you know, do more of the mental health stuff, but no, I think, and and you have the power to do that, Harriet, and I did that a lot in Edinburgh, I did loads of um, corporates for mental health stuff, it was just, it was a brilliant month, I absolutely loved it, I, and I did the um, Late and Live, and I'd, I, I had that, I'll be honest with you, I had that in, the last time I was there for the month, and I got so anxious about it, that I lied and said I had the shits but but really I was having a fucking nervous breakdown about it and it's some sorry state of affairs isn't it you can't really say that you have to sort of well maybe you could have said that but anyway I went I went for the shits and uh didn't do it and then my friend Scott he did the um he booked a night of one of the late and live lineups and oh it was brilliant I was very nervous and I wanted to do, because late in life, have you ever seen, there's a, I don't know whether, I doubt it's on iPlayer, but years ago, maybe it will be on YouTube, it's so good, especially if you're in comedy, see if you can find it, it's basically a documentary of the BBC about late in life and it's all loads of famous comedians talking about their experiences with it and it's brilliant, I mean, it sounds like it used to be brutal. But the problem with it now is that you don't know what they actually want. So they go to the show 
for anarchy and what it used to be. But the problem is now that pe- the people that go are so, well, like to consider themselves woke, whatever that is. So they like the idea of what it was, but but then... So I know a friend of mine who's, who's brilliant and he, he said something and and they sort of used it the audience used it as a trigger word but he, the like if they'd just listened to him they he was like are you saying i'm racist like that's not what if they'd have just listened to what he was saying instead of getting so upset on on a word that he said and not let him get to the end of it i think that sort of if i explain i feel like i've explained that awfully but yeah it was it was weird and do you know what my a big problem of mine is where people i i just think it's so fucking rude when because i was looking and this girl didn't do it to any of the any of the guys that were on so i was the only woman that was on she just looked saw me come on and then just turned her back didn't even i hadn't even said a fucking word it's just absolutely rude i mean i was dressed in an inflatable diplodocus outfit so maybe she didn't like dinosaurs but she oh she she did my head in this girl in the front row and so then so she had a back to me right in the front row got a back to me and and she's just fannying about at this table making a right old racket so i've gone are you all right what's happening down there because i i ignored it for ages and then i was like i'm gonna address it so i said are you all right there and she goes no i just spilled my fucking drink all right and i was like well, I didn't spill your drink. I don't understand why you're so upset with me. <laughs> and and she was just, oh, so rude. Then she goes, um, she goes, why don't you just get back to being a dinosaur? Oh, well, I can see you've dressed up tonight too. Made an effort as a massive cunt. Um, and then she's fucking clever and bloody manipulative. Because it's mad, isn't it? And you don't know. Sometimes you have encounters with people and you don't know anything about them, but you already know so much about them just through the the the, the, the little things that they've just done in, in the small interaction. Because so, then she's suddenly gone, um, are you calling all my friends cunts too? And I'm like, and I, and I understand, I'm not stupid. I know that she's then trying to get all of her table of friends... Because there was a ma- they were a massive group of people. There was probably about twelve of them. I've got no. They seem lovely. It's you. It's you. I've got a problem with. Um, and then she just sort of she kept piping up, and uh, so I said, I in the end I said to her, Do you know what? I hope for the rest of your life you drop all of your drinks. Imagine that. That just the drinks like slide out. I remember once I was. There's this thing. I thought it was a Cornish thing, but I said to someone and, and they'd had it. It's fucking delicious. I don't know what the fuck is in it. it. It's like a pint of Skittles. It used to be a fiver. And they just... they It looks green. And then they just like whack... They, they put about eight different shots of stuff in it. And it just takes, tastes like you just put all... Like a whole pack of Skittles in your mouth. And I, I got one of them and fiver for a drink back in them days is expensive. Well, I think it's what no, it's yeah, then went on the dance floor and full fucking it just the old pint I'd had like I don't even know if I'd had a sip, the old fucking thing fell out out me and very clumsy lately, you know. The other day I was on stage and uh, knocked over I don't even know how I did it because just before Edinburgh I knocked over a glass of water on stage with my tail, my Diplodocus tail, and I was just fucking wading around in it, and it was, it, and it, it, it wasn't going bad, but it was like it was in the afternoon, and and there was it was just a bit flat, um, and you had like clearly had grandmas that had come with their kids, expecting actual what really happened to dinosaurs, I think, but, like, I'm not a professor. That's what, like, any negative review I got in Edinburgh was saying, you know, you didn't even really find out what really happened to dinosaurs. Not, like, I just, I'm not a fucking professor, am I? So, it's all, but then, in the, if I was more well-known, then everyone would know, and everyone that did know me and came 
then of course they knew that it's just silliness coming from me. And I'm already so excited for next year. I've got the title of my show. Bit annoying because I've had to put in a work in progress and I came up with a title, Mentally Fine. And that is not going to be the title that I'm going to be using. My show is going to be called Melancholy Giraffe Parade. And I cannot fucking wait. I've already ordered some, you know, them them glasses that have eyeballs on springs. I've ordered them. Of course I have. I need them for my show. Really excited, actually. For next year. Wouldn't mind being in the same room. I, I'd never done a paid venue before. For, and I did one with Gilded Balloon. It was just brilliant. Just rocked up. Everything was... On the whole, everything was sorted out. I just... It just... I know it's it's one of those things, isn't it, that everyone, it would, like, I've done the free fringe for years and there's, there's many good points about it. But the fact of the matter is, often, especially with one free fringe company, turning up, there's probably going to be asbestos, there's probably going to be broken glass everywhere, there may well be blood up the walls. And I, I like and I get the anarchic, like, we're comedians and it shouldn't have to be you know, you shouldn't have to pay thousands and, and this and this and that, but also, we're only there to do a show. Like, we ain't there to fucking build a new venue and clean up asbestos. Do you know what I mean? And I, found, and I found that in the years I've done that, I'm already stressed and anxious having got to the venue to see what fucking state it is. And, you know, I've had friends before that have had fucking sewage works dripping down onto... That. That's not... That's not what it should be about. And I think as well, the beauty as well is I didn't really have many walkouts this year because in a paid venue, venue, people are more invested. So they want to, you know, if they've paid some money, they want to give it a chance on the whole. Although some people, like, on one day, I said, um, I, I was about, so you get clearance from the venue. So then I've got clearance and then I've seen a woman that's in my room uh, wants to go to the toilet. So my tech person's gone, yeah, but it, it's literally about, it's going to start now. So then the woman's gone, gone back, gone back in. So then when I went on stage, because I thought, do you know what? She's probably, we're, we're going to be off. Like she might already resent me because she's got a full bladder. Do you know what I mean? So when I went on stage, I, I just said, do you know what? I just sort of waffle for a bit at the top. So you're more than welcome to go to the toilet and then and come back so you, so you've got a nice a nice empty bladder to enjoy the show and she then she was arsy about it and 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 then and then because I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but when I like because I ha- those of you who haven't seen my show I hatched because I was a dinosaur obviously I had to, I had to hatch out of eggs you know that and I know that. So then when I was hatching, uh, about to hatch and I was giving the eggs out, I could see then, like, I'd look at people's eyes and I knew already who was going to have a lovely time and who wasn't. But it's a show called The Dinosaur Show and the poster is a girl in an inflatable dinosaur outfit. Like, So if you're not expecting something to be a little bit quirky and different, then are you on crack? Probably. In fact, I reckon you'd love the show if you were on crack. So, so maybe that, maybe, maybe you're not on crack. Maybe you're just on, on fucking sad girders. You're on a diet of sad girders. That's what it, what it was. Anyway, so the late in life. So then, as I was leaving the stage, so I did my time, and it was lovely as well because the um. All the Gilda Bloom staff, like me and uh, lovely Scott, did a um a two. We did a two under at the old Tolbooth Market. Lovely down there. Staff were really nice, so they were all out watching this late in life. Oh, there was this guy Pablo. What a bloody legend! Absolutely fantastic. He probably cried when I said goodbye. I couldn't believe it. He he came to my show. He uh, all the staff afterwards said that he couldn't stop talking about it. And he was like crying with laughter, and he had his head in his hands, and his English wasn't amazing at some point. So he said to this, so I was chatting to this other actor, and Pablo goes, 
I, to the other act, he goes, I mean, your show was, you know, it was all right, but Harriet's, it was such wonderful trash. I was like, well, thank you. And then when he, because my dad came to visit, when my dad came to visit, Pablo, like, grabbed my dad by his hand and was like, oh, Mr. Dyer, it is an honour and a privilege to meet you. Oh, what a lovely chap. Just brilliant. And do you know what I loved about Pablo as well? He's kind of off grid. He's not on any social media. And in fact, I got his WhatsApp. So I might sort of check in in a couple of days, see how he's doing. Bless him. So then I did my time. And then as I was leaving, this girl in the front row who's blooming stuck her fingers up at me. So I fucking stuck my fingers up back at her. But then, just then I'm walking off thinking I've just done this wonderful dramatic bit as I've left. And then I've totally forgot that I've agreed with Scott that because he's now about to go because he's comper and it he's about to come on in my other Diplodocus outfit and we're gonna do a dance to Jurassic Park theme tune. So then I've like dramatically given her the bees, then walked off and, and then Scott's gone, You need to get back on, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh bloody hell so then I had to go back on stage and and do a dance to Jurassic Park. But that to me is what late in life should be. Just silly fun. Just unfortunate for me, bloody number one dinosaur hater was in the bloody front row. Oh, it's mad though, because then I was watching the rest of the show and I was just angry with her. And I was like, I wonder if she's going to fight me. And I was like, I will fight her. But it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. But, God, I wouldn't want to be friends with her. I hope her friends are horrible people and deserve her as a friend because otherwise if they're nice people they, they don't they don't deserve her as a friend do you know what I mean one thing I thought was really funny was um like reviews and stuff so quite early on I got a review saying she comes on stage in a sad green sack right and it's just I just come on stage in my deflated diplodocus outfit because when I hatch it blows up of course so I thought that was funny. So then for the rest of the run, I would say about this review saying she comes on stage in a sad green sack because it's clearly a deflated Diplodocus outfit and it's not even green, it's grey. And then towards the end of the run, this guy from the Scotsman um, with his massive notebook in the middle of the show, but but his review was about four words. Well, it was, it was a fucking paragraph. And... Uh, and it said she comes on stage in a sad green sack. And it's like, you didn't even fucking write anything in your notebook. Because then you would have known that I made a joke out of someone else saying that. And you've just heard that, not paid attention. And fucking said that as what happened. Fucking idiot. But then it's like my friend Kenny says, Kenny, the driving instructor, about this girl, I think I said this before, that bloody, she failed nine times. And the majority of failures driving was uh with this examiner keith and she'd be like fucking hate keith and then in the end she passed with keith so now when kenny goes oh what do you think about keith she's like oh fucking love keith what a legend and that's it isn't it if it was if it was a great review i um i would be like oh he totally got what i meant i mean i'll totally let that off sad green sack silly bastard um, but yeah, but I'd never done a show that has been that well received. And I think that is detrimental. Is that the right word? That is credit to, if I'm completely honest with you, it's the hardest I've worked on a show. And it's the most like me, I think. And to be honest, uh, my friend Amy, I think it would have been a lot different. I think next year will be different because I've got friend of mine directing it but I think Amy really had Amy who uh was award nominated for the delightful sausage she quite early on sort of helped me with my structure because I am not good with structure in life or comedy so just knowing to sort of have a beginning middle and end and what I was trying to achieve and and because uh, I had so much random stuff that wasn't relevant and I had a bit about a Siamese twin singing death metal. It was very bizarre. But yeah, so it was... And as well, the, the things that, you know, the 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 reviews and, and the reviews from the um, 
what's it called audience members is brilliant and i just i just absolutely loved it and i lived on a campus and i want to live there again next year paid for bloody single room and uh, the heaven and stars must have aligned because i got i was in a i was in a double double bedroom not double double just double um on the sw- oh, it was just perfect but then i think it all depends because once i had a good run at the free fringe and then so then i just thought oh i'll i'll do the same for next year but then next year at the same time as me there was a bunch of cunts like horrible people one fucking girl who's got a famous dancer thinks that she can just be a fucking cunt to everyone was just openly taking people when they go oh, i'm here to see harriet dyer's show she'd literally just go oh no come and just bring them into her show the god i saw her this year in edinburgh just oh what a fucking idiot and then um and then this other guy just a creepy wrongen so then i was like oh it really depends on who because the the year that i had a lovely time well a better time doing the free fringe I either side of me which is lovely people well one of them I thought was a lovely person and then I realized when I bumped into him in London and there was people that ugh. you know when in fact I assume this would this transfer with other other things other than comedy where people think that certain people are geniuses there's a lot of buzz around them so they but what they're doing on the stage is an absolute bag of shite and it's arrogant and indulgent very self-indulgent but because they've got this buzz about them all these other acts that are like hanger honors are like fake laughing when no one else is laughing and proper up their asses and then so i went to do one of them gigs and uh and then this guy that i'd speak to every single day that year because he was on before or after me then just fucking ignored me well it was it was um mixed toilets so i um well, like fucking i fucking i i'm like i'm not gonna let you just ignore me when you did that you know on the on that that's because on the um this guy uh see me most days in edinburgh never spoke to me once then on the last day adds me as a friend on facebook no how about no wrong with people anyway what's more what's what's my point here oh yeah so i'm worried that even though i loved living in the halls this year I do worry that I'd end up living with some because there were so many loud idiots when I'd be walking around the campus. But I I was lucky. A little bit loud at times, but on the whole, just not nice. I think I might ask if if they're um, say like a Manchester theatre group. I think I might ask if they're getting a bloody room next year and then. Uh, getting it because it's because it's um like halls so you share a kitchen and shit well i just bought a kettle never i went in the kitchen once stole one of their spoons on the first day and then that was it and then uh, i was just using it for everything the spoon and then uh if i was having pasta i'd use the handle of the spoon and then my friend scott was like that's ridiculous so he bought me a massive fork and it was it is like a trident he said fantastic it was from a charity shop and I thought it smelled musty and then I love but once I've like disinfected it then I was fine because I was worried about who's been eating my fork do you know what I mean yeah and it was as well so many of the halls were taken up with because I thought it was all performers sort of how it was billed to me oh and I hope to go back there as well because I still got money left on my fucking um on my laundrette app you can't just go into a laundrette with the bloody um with coins anymore you an app i mean make everything more difficult why don't you yeah so many exchange students though i go back at night and uh the most bizarre thing was they were all doing 
the Macarena to Avicii. That to doing the Macarena to that. I wasn't so tired. I would have stepped in and said, "Oh no, no, yeah, na na na." Has to be that, doesn't it? Anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm back, and we was touch and go. I think I was about to sink into a state of depression. Um. I've had a few bits sort of going on to get back to and all of that. And as well, because my, my boyfriend didn't come up once to visit me. And I, was, I think I just spent a good few days, once I got back, just staring at his face. It was just oh, so lovely to see him. Honestly, it really was. It's been a long time, isn't it? So, yes, yeah, so I think I was going to sort of slip into a funk. But then I was like, oh no, you've worked so hard this year and this run has made you like really enjoy being more creative. So you need to now do the work so you can do that all the other time of the year. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I don't know what you mean. I'll tell you this, I, on, when was it? So this guy, oh bless him. And I recognised him. I knew he was, like, following me on social media or something. So then I was confused as to why. And, to be honest, I don't think it was a great... It was a great show. Because there were, there were days where it was... And do you know what? I think in the future I wouldn't... Um, I don't think I previewed a massive amount this year. But I think that's the key to still enjoying it. Because the first few shows were just so much fun because I was still sort of working it out and then I think the shows in the middle were I didn't really know what to um what to change or and it and I was I was losing the love for it for a bit so then towards the end I sort of changed a few bits again and then and then it was then it was great again but yeah this this guy came to see a show I think in the middle I think it was just going fine and um and he was just so miserable though his face so i was like don't because i do that sometimes i just kill the mood in the room because i'll just i'll just sort of blurt something out i once bloody asked about this guy's glasses and he was blind and do you know what i mean like stuff like that so so i was like not gonna say anything and then and then he like occasionally he was doing this weird side this sort of side grimace smirk so in the end i was just like i just sort of blurted out my mouth i went mate what's with your face why is it so angry he goes um i'm ever so sorry i've just had corrective jaw surgery bloody hell so that was that's a lesson isn't it but then is it a lesson because you're very um blurty mcblurterson yeah i am back doing my mental health gig tomorrow a bit nervous about that actually I need to just come up with uh, new stuff. I've got so much to play, do, and then I've tried to. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure. Did a barking tales up there, buddy Russell Howard did it, and he was absolutely fantastic. Oh, it was brilliant. It was so much fun, and it's so interesting. I think you've got to sort of not have expectations because so many. Well, I sort of avoided most people that would do this, but. On the occasion, people go in, oh, when are you getting in? What are you doing that? Oh, and like desperate to be discovered and all of that. It's not, it's not about that. It's about just coming up with a great show, really. And I'm going to do like a little, a little tour. So if you're listening and if you know of anywhere or if even if you have a big enough house for a bloody load of props and a diplodocus outfit and a projector so it's probably that would probably only work if you've got a mansion and then i'll probably just have to live in it for the rest of my life yeah let me know i'm gonna i've already got a few in so i'll uh be letting you know what's cracking with that as soon as possible as soon as possible yeah, one time I, I went for Nando's by myself and this guy got put, um, this guy and this girl he was with got put sort of 
by me while we're on the same bloody table and I could hear what he was saying and he was a magician and and going on about how he was the best thing and and uh, that's why he's famous and and the girl he was with was saying why um why she liked this other magician and he was explaining to her why she was wrong and why he's loads better and I was just like fucking hell the fuck is wrong with these people so let's wang the good news out as well we'll say this one thing is if you could please go to um there's a thing that lovely zoe breen is doing called care labels for humans and it was basically she was going a lot to a lot of events um feeling awkward so these are basically labels to wear which sort of explain how, how you're feeling i think that's an absolutely fantastic idea that is the reason i probably wouldn't go to events unless i was working at them because it's so fucking awkward so yeah head to care label for humans she's uh, got a crowdfunder um which is www.crowdfunder.co.uk slash care dash labels dash for dash humans so check that out because that's that's brilliant yeah i did i did a corporate where um oh one was absolutely fantastic one was great but a little bit awkward and uh one like the guy was well-meaning and everything but like said something like derogatory before i don't want to see if she's funny or like do you know what i mean um before introducing me and it was just such an awful atmosphere and then the whole point in doing them is to be so open and honest about mental health so then it's a talking point and these girls sorry but they were cunts they were just like one was on the on her phone right from the off so don't even try to say that you're not enjoying it when you haven't given it a chance and it's just a fucking woman talking about her mental health and and you're being you're disrespecting it like that which it's disgusting i i was livid about it and then when i'd say certain things like i don't know could like suicide attempts and things like that she was just like putting her head in her hands and like scoffing and it and it's like and the faces people were pulling at me and i was like the fuck is wrong with you but then i guess it's one of those things that maybe if i got through to a couple of them well, a, few, a few people sort of shook my hand afterwards but like maybe those ones are the ones that are the most important because otherwise you're sort of preaching to the converted do you know what i mean but if anyone's ever going to do anything in the workplace to do with mental health don't introduce them after you've made like if after you've taken the piss out of who's coming up to them how how is your how is your workforce supposed to start on board when you're seemingly not on board and then as well because i in the i dress i dress how i am i just felt like from the moment i was there they were like sort of looking down at me if i'm totally honest i never know whether no you hadn't imagined that they were just they were dicks so good news from way back when I found out, Alex Kendall, I found out yesterday that this is my great-grandfather, Noel Kendall, picture in 1918. Wow, the picture's incredible. This is, if you want to check all this out, this is all on my page, but bloody six weeks ago now. I didn't even know he existed. I thought my middle name came from my grandson. His son is also called Noel, but it turns out that it came from this man. His father, who was born on Christmas Day in 1880. I had never seen this photo before Saturday and I've spent the weekend staring into his eyes, feeling a connection I have never felt in my 52 years on the planet deep within my dysfunctional family. Just to add the cherry to this particular cupcake, I then found out that my family tree goes back to 1330 in Cornwall. I'm a little discombobulated, to be honest. That's fucking brilliant. God, yeah. So people's... So you forget that people's... I wonder what the average go-backness of family tree is. Mm, what a wonderful picture. 
Gracie Goggins says, I've been at Owlfest this weekend. Working crew loved every second. Oh, that looks great. That looks really good. Emma MH says, so much goodness watching you in Hull last night. Not so good this morning, though. Oh, Emma, you're the one. Yeah, so I've since been back and give, give and done the gig that you were at again today and, uh, at the weekend. Although I did find pictures on my phone this afternoon from the walk back to the hotel that I have no memory of taking. So, Seven or Seven put on the biggest event I've ever done this week and got a PB for a 10k run. Also, BFFs with Rebecca Holbury, who was on the podcast last week. So, we're winning at life. How wonderful, Sally. Catherine Mather. I haven't seen any of these. I learned about the secret pigeon service that operated in World War Two, and the Dickin Medal, a bravery award for animals, and this has made my week. What? I mean, we kept two German pigeons as prisoners of war and sent pigeons undercover to Germany, but also there was a dog called Judy, a ship's dog who survived a crocodile attack, found water when her crew were stranded on a desert island, and protected them from snakes, was taken as a prisoner of war by the Japanese, was married to a French ship's dog, and then gave birth to 13 puppies. What a badass. Oh my god. I feel like that could quite easily be an Edinburgh show. (laughs) Sandra Joy found the right colour paint. Might sound easy, but was trying to match painted walls in Kiev. As in chicken. Oh, wait a minute. Not Kiev kitchen with new walls in the room that was a garage. Took more of match pots and too much dabbers. Jade Fernley. Oh, lovely Jade. She was an absolute core crop in Edinburgh. The mad bastard went to see my show three times. <laughs> Why would you put yourself through that? Remember when you got a free drink in Pratt? It happened to me today in London, no less. Yeah, it's manners, but you, you're just naturally mannerific, though, Jade. She didn't even need to. Oh, Julie says, PMG. What was that about? I have to look at that. Maria Bibby, we were going to London for the weekend. Hubby booked tickets, decided to get them out, and realised we were on an earlier train than he's realised and had 25 minutes to pack and get the tram to Manchester or miss the bloody train. Oh, bloody hell. We get the tram, but only after getting absolutely soaked on the way to it, as it was on Friday afternoon where the skies opened up like you were in a shower. Oh, yeah, it was like bloody... It was biblical, that weather was. Torrential rain like a stream running down the paths. Jeans, trainers, raincoats, etc. Completely soaked. Some kind... Well, it's not a proper raincoat, is it? You've been sold a fucking a sham there. Should I once had an argument with an ex-boyfriend that my kugel was waterproof. He said it isn't. And the only way to test it was for me to get in the shower and him to hose me down. Turned out he was right. Some kind soul takes pity on me and gives me his seat. Next stop, a heavily pregnant woman gets on. So up I got. We get to Euston, go into the Virgin Lounge for a loo trip. Then I realise they have hair dryers in the ladies' loos. Great opportunity to dry off jeans and trainers. Got a, a few strange looks, but that's okay. We get to the hotel, unpack our backpacks and discover... Oh no, hubby's t-shirt, socks and clean undies are all soaked. He didn't put them in a plastic bag inside his backpack. Unlike his wife, who noticed the rain. Hotel hair dryer out to dry them so he has dry clothes the following morning. Saw the cursed child at the theatre. I know how the child felt. <laughs> what does that mean? Was it was it awful then? Or was it does that mean it was good or bad? On returning to the hotel on Saturday night we had drinks before going to bed at two forty five AM. At three fifteen AM the hotel fire alarm goes off. It's not a drill. Everyone out. We're on the 17th floor. Fucking hell. 
and no one can use the lift. The hotel is full. Apparently a faulty light caught fire and somehow damaged the water pipe. The damaged water pipe puts out the fire but starts to pour into hotel rooms. Oh, gosh, not ours. Thank goodness. Allowed back two hours later and the lifts aren't working. Oh, God, 17 flights. Quite an enjoyable weekend, all things considered. <laughs> What's good about it? Oh, and finally, on the return train, a really strange woman I was walking behind on the way to the onboard shop turned to me and shouted, I suffer from vertigo. In my shocked state, all I could think to reply was, oh, right, okay. I didn't feel it was appropriate to point out she was on a Virgin Pendolino train that was going quite fast. And it does tilt quite a bit, especially on bends. How was your weekend, Maria? <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, sorry, Maria. That I didn't even reply to that. And you sent me such a long message. Bless you. Hope I've made it up to you now that I've read it out. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. Vertigo's a fucker. I think it's one of those things, isn't it? That I think I've had it a bit. And my God, you can't do anything. You just feel... Them trains, Jesus. John Buchanan says, A friend came to stay that I haven't seen for over 20 years, went and got shit-faced in Bath. Nice one, John. And James Wood says, Are you sure you're not too busy? As loads of people sent me this. Um, uh, someone in a dinosaur outfit in a, in a police chase. It's fantastic. I wish it was me. Sadly, it is not. Other news. Oh my god, there's so much good news. Which which is great. Melanie Clark successfully fought off a bumblebee by throwing a few serious ninja style moves. This did also give me great pleasure to not only the workmen on a building site next to me, but the people crossing the road in front of me. I survived to tell the tale. Do you know what, Melanie? Um, in Edinburgh, was he in the what's that? Putin? It's like cheesy chips with gravy and uh i had my back sort of to this woman that was sitting next to me and she, she just kept going ah, 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 ah. i was like what the dickens is wrong with this woman so i've turned around and i've gone are you all right and uh she said this wasp keeps flying into my dinner and i'm really scared of wasps so i picked up the wasp by its wing and then lobbed it at this, well, accidentally at some tourists, but I, I didn't, this fucking wasp just went hurtling towards them. And then this girl said to me, oh my God, you're so brave. I said, thank you. Happened to me once before I grabbed a wasp and it stung my hand, but I don't give a fuck, mate. I'm not playing by the rules. Claire Forrester said, the best thing that happened this week was that my day off in a sweltering kitchen just happened to be the hottest day of the year results oh that's great claire joe you know what claire i thought of you as well so i um i counting up all the money from this these mental health things i do and there's a few um coins like sherlock holmes and and beatrix potter because you collect them don't you and uh and because you look them up on some people have got them fucking loads on um on ebay but well i think i'll try sell them and then if I make anything off them, I'll go back into into the mental health stuff. So that'd be good. That'd be bloody fantastic. Paul Bates says, spent weekend camping in Wales. Didn't get sunburn or rained off results. And did you do that with your clothes on, Paul Bates? Right, now I'm going to go to... And Julia said, she was sunbathing in the back garden, bollock naked. Fell asleep but realised that the postman had left a parcel by the sliding doors. Obs couldn't deliver it in the post box, so here I am thinking, shit, who was it? Which postman helped? Also, is seeing you in all your glory. That done my nice, bloody sunshine. It's bloody... Oh, my God, that's weird. That's so weird. I didn't even touch it, and then my fingers started typing out 999. Bizarre. And then the final one. This is a lot of good news. I love it. Wonderful. Alex Kendall, once again, says, went down a tin mine, Givor. I think I was in Givor because all of our house 
teens at school were after mines. I think I was in Givor. Uh, anyway, went down the tin mine, Givor, with the sprout as part of our summer holiday project. How was the project going, Alex? It was ble- bloody brilliant. Met a load of ex-miners there and had the best time. I would say that it's the best museum experience they are in Cornwall. Totally recommend it to anyone who wants to know what the con- the county is about. Yeah, I'm going to take my beloved there. Because as well, when we went on a school trip there, it was absolutely fantastic. And there was, I swear there was an arcade after. And then I had, because I, I've got such skinny arms, I was like whipping the, um, put my hand up and then knocking all the coins down. So it was not only educational trip, it was also quite profitable. And because I was wearing combat trousers, so I just filled up all my combat trousers with money. Uh, Alex Kendall says, then I went to the pub on Saturday afternoon and we had a great bit of a day drinking with me mates. That's nice. Claire Forrester, welcome back, stranger. We had a little trip up to Edinburgh to see a few crazy comedians performing at the festival, including one lady dressed in a dinosaur suit. We also celebrated our fifth year anniversary last weekend. Last week, sorry. Don't know how she's put up with me for so long. Haha. <laughs> oh. I said I need a bit of time to detox from that hot dino suit, my poor badge. I had to get the bloody air dryer and the cold setting to waft my my giblets. It's the heat. It's not normal. It's still not right, to be honest. It's too much heat. And I said, of course you've both put up with each other for five years because you're both ace. A match made in heaven. And Claire said, lots of talcum powder, as Sarah would say. And yes, we both drive each other crazy, so totally deserve each other. Lol. Bless you. Uh, Sandra Joy says... Pleased it went so well in Edinburgh for you. Been busy down here in England, school holidays with a granddaughter. So, yeah, so we're England. So what, so Scotland, but we're Great Britain and that includes Scotland, yeah? I get very confused with it all. But I don't want them to leave us. Finished decorating new room, builders transformed from the garage. Oh, yeah. Uh, Helped mother-in-law, 96, after she broke her wrist, even managed to go horse racing. Your 96-year-old mother-in-law did. Followed by an odour... Sorry. (laughs) Followed by an outdoor concert. An odour concert of madness. And, uh, oh, actual madness. Suggs, bloody brilliant. Yes, mother-in-law is a brilliant, independent, amazing lady and recovering well. So what's she horse riding? Fucking hell, I can't... I can't do, I just get, I'm so intimidated by horses. They're just too much. I don't trust them or cats. Uh, Ros Ballinger says the fringe was such a fountain of chaos that the last week at home has just been lovely and calm. Feel very relaxed and I've got a long weekend in London coming up, going to see Fleabag, which will be an actual holiday. And I said, did you enjoy it? She said, it was incredible, as in um, uh, the fringe. It was incredible, gut wrenching, exhausting, lovely, just massively up and down. But I'm so happy I did it and really miss it already. Every comedian, friend or stranger, was unbelievably kind and supportive, and that helped so much. And I loved your show. Oh, thanks, Roz. Andy Quirk, our. Edinburgh Run was a joy, as was Clash of the Titans, the compilation show I hosted, and now being launched in Glossop this Sunday. Emma MH says, I was joyous when my son, who suffers from car sickness, did not throw up all over my car as panic set in halfway on the journey when he went to get the bag I had given him to use and it was in fact an ice cube bag oh dear you don't want little cubes are sick do you bloody hell someone well this asshole actually wants through an ice cube but my brother's face and it's slashed it ice cubes are very uh strong david harris thank you so much as always for your patreon girth if anyone else fancies shimmying their 
earth. I don't know. Um, and I hope this, now that this is over an hour, hopefully this is made up for the, the, not enchilada, what they're called, uh, appraisal, no, um, sciatica, no, sabbatical, sabbatical, is that right? Sabbatical, um, that I've had. Thank you so much to everyone. Get in touch. Hit me up on the on the social on the social meds on Twitter, Boypo the Happy Pod, or just hit me up on all my Harriet Dyer stuff. Um and remember to check out care labels for humans. And yeah, take care of yourselves. Thanks so much. Sorry again about the sciatica. And uh, these will be more frequent again now. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, No, come on. It's a good thing. Ah, thanks for listening. This has been episode 101. 101. What would I put into if I was on that room 101? Does that still happen? I swear there's something that I don't know that everyone loves. I can't think what it is. Uh, I don't trust Philip Gofield. Anyway, all the best. Have a lovely evening or day or have a lovely life. No, this isn't the end um, of us. Oh, God. Thank you so much. Take care. Cheers. Get in touch. Cheers now. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Bye, 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 bye. I hate when people do that on the phone. Say bye 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 bye. Bye 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 bye. I must admit I was a clown to be messing around. But that does not mean that you have to leave town. Come back. Yes, I will be back at Sensi and my CD collection of Bob Marley. Also, I just want to say as well, thanks so much. Oh dear, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know whether I'm just being an an ignorant cunt and you told me names and I can't remember or whether I haven't asked your names which is is it Louise and Elaine but I, I, I think either way I've been out of order um so let me yeah drop a message and I'll um so I can thank you properly by names two fucking legends come to my show and uh with a with a like a goodie pack oh it's fantastic of like tunnocks because that's scottish in it and um snowballs and those tunnock bars the coconut ones apart from i made a terrible mistake of uh eating space cakes a few days after i got back and sweet lord of mercy then i add one of them um one of them tunnocks caramel um one with coconut on I mean, it was in my mouth for probably about an hour. It was so chewy, but that wasn't your fault. That was the fact that I ate space cakes. I was fucking off my head. I thought I was having a deeper, meaningful conversation with my boyfriend, but I don't think he was saying anything. I think I was talking to myself. I was fucking... Because I haven't done anything like that since probably about 14 bloody years. Like, oh, Jesus. Anyway... Thanks so much for just it was just such a thoughtful thing and my little I love Edinburgh tote bag you give me I I went to because I I well I couldn't well if if I'm honest I couldn't well, I still haven't unpacked my main backpack uh, since I've got back so I just put a few bits and bobs in there to go to a gig the other night and uh, and uh, they got me fudge a dinosaur grabber a dinosaur pencils pencil kit all of which are wicked oh, it's, I'm using it all and I'm I'm so grateful it was it was such a thoughtful thing uh, to do and and I really I really appreciate it like like just the fact that anyone would want to do anything like that for an idiot like me is just like quite um overwhelming to be honest so yeah so I just want to say thanks so much I, I, I genuinely like proper appreciated that um and still do uh, I'm waffling now. Um, thanks, thanks, genuinely, proper thanks. Bye bye again. <laughs>
that was my podcast my podcast thanks for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast